Jesus is taken before Pilate. Then they took Jesus from Caiaphas to Pilate's headquarters. It was early in the morning. They themselves did not enter the headquarters so as to avoid ritual defilement and to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate went out to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered, If this man were not a criminal, we would not have handed him over to you. Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him according to your law. The Jews replied, We are not permitted to put anyone to death. This was to to fulfil what Jesus had said when he indicated the kind of death he was to die. Then Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this on your own, or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Pilate asked him, What is truth? After he'd said this, he went out to the Jews again and told them, I find no case against him, but you have a custom that I release someone for you at the Passover. Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? They shouted in reply, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a bandit. The evangelists invite us to place ourselves in the story through the characters who come and go. We identify with Judas who does not understand Jesus and who betrays him. We identify with Peter who denies him and is restored. John now invites us to reflect on the critical parts played by two new characters in the story from opposite ends of the social spectrum, first on Pilate and then on Barabbas. Pilate is an enigma in John's narrative. He conducts a reasoned debate with Jesus around the theme of kingship and power. He seems convinced, at least in part, that Jesus is the King of the Jews. He is full of questions of meaning and truth. He is convinced that Jesus has done nothing wrong. There is no case against him. But all of this is not enough for Pilate to dismiss the charge. He is trapped by the high priests and then by the crowd into creating a dilemma and choice. Whom should he release, according to the custom for the Passover? Both the priests and the people choose Barabbas. By contrast, Barabbas has a minor role in the story. He does not choose his part, though we must presume he has chosen his life as a bandit. 
he has committed crimes worthy of death under Roman law, but his life is saved. As we walk the way of the cross today, can we take some time to reflect on the ways in which we are powerful and the ways in which we are powerless before this story of the cross? Pilate in the story has power and influence to shape events. His character has been formed over many years. When this great crisis of his life comes, for which he will be remembered for all of history, he falls short. Instead of making his own decisions, he abdicates responsibility and power to others, afraid for his reputation, seeking a quiet life, taking the easiest road. In his actions, the purposes of God are still fulfilled, but that does not mean that they are justified. The figure of Pilate reminds us all that the exercise of leadership and power is challenging and difficult, and especially so in moments of crisis. This is true of any walk of life, politics or government, business or industry, leadership in the academic community, leadership in the life of the church. Ideals are compromised. Our pride and our fear get in the way of good decisions. Our characters can be shaped by power exercised over others. We are not held sufficiently to account and abuses of various kinds follow. For some, that exercise of influence will be a present reality. For some, it will be a past memory, but the experience will shape us still. Good Friday is a day to hold those experiences and what they have done to us, all our acts and omissions, before the cross. To seek understanding, to lay aside the trappings of office or role, and to be ourselves. Pilate seems in John's account to want to lay aside his power and engage in a simple conversation with the Son of God. He's not able to find the way, but we have that opportunity, here and now, to invite Christ to speak into our lives, to address us about the way power and influence shape us, to recall us to ourselves and to the people God calls us to be. And as we do that, we will find that there is no place to stand in the narrative than with Barabbas the bandit. For no one in any office is able to exercise responsibility or power without becoming aware of their own limitations, our lack of wisdom, our flaws of character and our sin. For those called to positions of influence, this is the good and safe place to be. We are better leaders when we know our own vulnerability and stand within it. Like Barabbas and like Pilate, we are undeserving of grace. 
in some, in some deep sense we cannot fathom, Christ dies in our place, so that we might be cleansed and forgiven and made whole, so that the twists and turns and contradictions in our character can be set right, so that we can return to a place of humility and peace and joy, so that we might know that we are loved. It was a custom to release someone on the Passover. The imperfect leader, unknowingly, offers a model for redemption and undeserved grace. He saves another, but he cannot save himself. We take some time now to come as we are this Good Friday to God and seek that love without limits and that forgiveness without measure.